0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, I want to talk to you about what to do when you have nothing to do and the joy of wandering. I bring this up because if you're like me and you struggle with depression or anxiety or or any of those heavy emotions, there are days where you don't want to get out of bed because you're like, I got nothing to do. There's nothing planned, right? It's like Saturday morning, and you don't have to go to work. Uh, you're, You're maybe not gonna see your significant other or anyone until maybe later that evening or not at all that day. So you go, why get out of bed? Why take a shower? Why do anything? And I want to say this is the opportunity for us to wander about, not to shuffle about around the house because I'm very good at that. I've gone like a week without showering um, and still had the nerve to like show up publicly (laughs) for things. Um, But I'm, I'm a person who if there's, things on my calendar have to show up to, then I'm there for it. And if there's nothing on the calendar, then I'm like, what's the point of getting out of bed? Why brush my teeth? Why take a shower? Why eat healthy? (laughs) Right, it's just like I just end up with, uh, by the end of the day it's just, you know, crumbs and me wiping my hands on a t-shirt and I'm like 12 episodes in a whatever show that I'm watching. Um, but there's a quote that says, leave the road, take the trails. And I, I love that quote, leave the road, take the trails, because the road is like what's already been paved, right? And that's typically our routine. We have our routine during the week of we get up, we brush our teeth, take a shower, hopefully have uh, have breakfast. Drive to work or take the train to work or walk or bike or however you get to work and or, or maybe you know you're working from home. And then you know we work throughout the day and then after work, we might go meet up with friends or take a class or go to dinner or just come home and Netflix and chill, right? And then we go to bed and, and that's the road of our life primarily. That's the routine of it. But that it's important for us to take the trails. And this being a, a suicide prevention podcast, we know that there are three things that are kind of foundational to uh, wanting us wanting to end our life. And one is pain, one is pressure, the other is pressure, and one is uh, a, a, a narrowing, of our perception of what our alternatives are. Like, like we feel like there's no other solution. And what I'm here to argue is that when we allow ourselves to wander about, it can, ex- it can relieve pain, it can relieve pressure, and it can expand our awareness of, what's, of, of what our opportunities are and what the possibilities are, and it allows us to zoom out, right? Um, And it's not easy. You know, today is Saturday for me as I'm recording this, and I have nothing on the books, but I'm definitely going to wander about I'm going to go to a farmer's market, uh, maybe some bookstores, and and I recognize that that's a privilege for me, right? Not everybody lives in a space where, they can go to a farmer's market or a bookstore feel safe doing that um but but there's a way for us to mentally wander also but i just want to talk about wandering in in general and why um you know exploration and aimless wandering can have so many benefits for us one is mental stimulation Wandering allows us to experience new environments, encounter different people, and engage with unfamiliar situations. This exposure to novelty can stimulate our minds, enhance our creativity, and broaden our perspectives. So when we are struggling with suicidality, we are looking at only one option, Right Or two options is like it's either this or that. But when we wander that mental stimulation it it broadens our perspectives it, it it feeds us new ideas and new angles and new opportunities. And then we start thinking outside the box of, oh, you know, maybe I should contact this person or maybe I, I can try this or or maybe I should try that or, reach out to this person, or I forgot I had this resource, right? So when we wander, and then maybe we bump into somebody. You know, there's times where when I'm traveling, I bump into somebody at the airport or um, at the farmer's market or, or just about where I haven't seen them in years or months. And then we have the most nourishing conversation, and I love it. And then also, you know, when we are going into unfamiliar situations it it I don't want to say forces but for lack of a better term we we recognize that we become more present because we're taking in new data new new sensors i I went to a coffee shop recently that I was in, invited to they're like yeah come check out the coffee shop and and I went there and it was in a different neighborhood it was a different type of coffee shop and I found myself just, you know, wandering through the coffee shop and wandering around the neighborhood and was like, wow, this is really cool. So when we start to wander about and allow ourselves that space, you know, a lot of times we think we have to have everything planned and do do do, but we find that wandering really does stimulate us mentally. Wandering also um Gives us the opportunity to stumble upon unexpected places, ideas, or knowledge, right? Because when we're exploring new surroundings, it, it can cause like serendipitous discoveries, and we can start connecting dots that we otherwise may not have uh, been able to discover. You know, you smell a scent, you 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 see a, a tree, you hear a sound, just something different. When we're in our house all day, it's the same sensory stimulation over and over again but you know when we take a different route or maybe like if you drive your car all the time you you hop in an uber and take an uber somewhere or if you're ubering all the time maybe you rent a car for the weekend even if you're not going on a road trip you just see what it feels like to drive a different car and see you know how that affects or impacts how you think about things or you know just going on that long car ride in a a different direction and Seeing where you show up, but there's so many ways that we can discover um, new ideas and, and and new perspectives and new people and new environments. Um, besides just you know shuffling about the house, it's it's really difficult to generate it in that way. And not that it can't be done, but if we have that opportunity and we're willing. Step outside and wander, and just see, to see where where it goes. Have that conversation with somebody. You know, we could even wander orally, meaning or conversationally, like you know, to to t- there are people in our lives that we see on a daily basis, or on a weekly basis, or whatever that you know that might be at a cashier or whoever, and we really haven't talked to them. I- explore their lives that's an opportunity to generate some mental stimulation and and to wander into their life so you know it's not just about physical wandering right but there's also uh, 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 intellectual wandering and then there's conversational wandering where we get to wander into someone else's life and and discover more about them Um, and when we talk about wandering it also serves as a stress reduction, because it's a form of escape or relaxation. A lot of times when we think about escape and relaxing, we think about Netflix. We think about TV, we think about HBO, Max, um, or whatever your escape is with, uh, or even uh, drinking, or some you know some form of maladaptive behavior that really ultimately is not uh, relaxing or helping us to escape. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate to where relaxing for me can be a massage or infrared sauna or, uh, you know, I was talking about how Michelle and I went to Hawaii. But to, to just wander about is enough of an escape, enough of a form of relaxation and stress reduction because once again, we're encouraged to be present, right? It allows us to disconnect from the pressures of daily life, from that road that we've been on, from that routine, right? That, that immersion in, in the present moment is just a wonderful stress reduction. And when we reduce our stress, it rejuvenates our mind, and it promotes a sense of well-being, and reduces that pain and that pressure that we've been experiencing. So wandering about is is so powerful, especially when we think about the fact that it also allows for physical activity. Right? Because otherwise, I'm, I'm really trying to relax and escape on the couch. But if I get up and I get in my car and I'm driving around and I'm, I'm walking through different stores or different neighborhoods or wherever now I'm up and I'm being physical right especially if I decide to wander off into the forest or on a hike uh and just go that physical activity that walking that physical exploration you know it gives us that exercise without being in a gym if you're if you're you know, if you're that person who's like, I don't like going to a gym, I don't like the membership or the smells or the music or the people or or whatever, like just wandering about. I mean, you can get 10,000 steps walking through a mall, right? And the beautiful part is, is that you're outside and then hopefully you're getting sun depending on where you live. And then you, maybe you meet somebody. I mean, it's hard to meet somebody in, in your house. If, If you're a person who's like, ooh, I want a summer fling, you know, well, you got to get out the house. And I know you don't have to because of social media, but it really when you meet somebody in person, it gives you a better gauge of if you two have chemistry and also if, uh, you know, it gives you a better sense of their character, if this is a person that you really want to spend some time with and connect with. Right. There's a book called um, uh, Chemistry and Character. And it and basically the premise is those are the two qualities that we should be looking at when we meet someone. Do do we have chemistry? Like, do I get the skin tingles? Or does my stomach churn? <laughs> and 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 what is their character? Are they kind? Are they caring? Are they are they loving? You know, are they open? um, you know, what is their, their character? And of course, like you, only you can decide what characteristics that you value in a person, but that's very difficult to do from social media. Now I will say I have friends who've met people on social media or, or, you know, through these dating apps and they're married, they have kids and they're flourishing. So there's no right or wrong, once again. It's just about exploring, wandering about, and and recognizing that there are more options than we think are available. There are different ways that we can try this, that that we can experiment, right? That, that's the, the beautiful uh, part of all this. Let's be a little scientist, you know? Um, and then the other beautiful part about wandering is that it can be a source of inspiration because now we're exposing ourselves to different cultures and landscapes and perspectives. There's a um, Basquiat and I forget the other um, artist's name that I want to go check out. And it's it's up in LA, it's a couple hours drive. And I'm like, why not? You know, uh, I want to see their work. I want to see how uh, it's been put together And then I'm just down for the journey. Um, It's beautiful to drive to a place and and have a goal, right? Like whether it's work or a date or whatever. But for me, what I discovered in college was that the journey there can can sometimes trump the destination. I don't know if you've had that before where you're going from A to B, right? And... And that space in between A and B was so much fun that you know, by the time you got to B, you're like, "This is cool," but I want to go back to doing what you know. I want to go back to the journey of it all, and so that's how I think about life. I mean, the purpose of goals is to yes, give us something to aim for, to to shoot for, to to you know, get us out of bed, but hopefully, we can create a journey that is enjoyable for us. Or else why even, you know, you know that is going to kill our motivation for setting goals. If you're setting goals and you're not enjoying the journey, then, I mean, what are the chances that you're going to keep setting goals and uh, creating a purpose for yourself, right? So there's a, a scene in uh, The Bear where this guy is, uh, uh, The Bear is a show on FX, and I'm not giving anything away. Um, so this is not a spoiler, but there's a, a person who's struggling, uh, with their purpose. And they're like, what's the purpose of life? And, and then he's like forced to clean these forks and he doesn't want to clean the forks and he thinks it's dumb. And then he, somebody else talks to him about how important the details are of things in, in running a restaurant. And the cleaning of forks is not just about, Uh, cleaning the forks it's about paying you know attention to detail and the way we do one thing is the way we do everything and then once he understood how important it it was and and how it fed into the bigger concept and this idea of like people are traveling from around the world to come to this restaurant Um, and so when you think about how much money that they're spending the amount of effort that they're putting into getting into the restaurant, uh, you for sure uh, better care about the cleaning of the forks. You know, it's like these people are doing a lot to be here, so uh, let's not take that for granted. Let's make sure that we are excellent in everything that we do. So... Um, I forgot why I even, I even got there. How I got on that uh, uh, that story, but but the point is, is that um, when we figure out how to enjoy the process and the journey, sometimes you know getting to the the, the outcome then doesn't matter. You yeah. know, and I think this is why sometimes people get so upset when they don't achieve the outcome because they hated the journey. They resented the journey. They, they felt obligated to do it. Um, you know, you take a student who gets a, a B on a test when they wanted an A and they maybe they needed that A. And, and now they you know, are so upset and distraught and they, they think it's the end of the world. And part of it is because they didn't enjoy the journey. They, they you know, missed out on parties, um, they didn't return phone calls. They stayed up late, woke up early, um, missed out on so much of life to try to get this A, and then they didn't get the A, and then they're, now they're resentful. And sometimes you get the A, right, and um, and you still are resentful because yeah, you got the A, but it's like look at everything you you gave up for it. So, uh, but the point is, so enjoy the wandering, enjoy the exploration of life because it gives us a chance also to connect with nature. You can wander out into the parks, the forests, the mountains, connect with the natural world, take in those scents, appreciate the tranquility and the serenity and the, and the therapeutic effects of spending time in nature, right? The sounds, the, the waves, the breeze the birds chirping, the, you know, the different tactile stimulations of so many different plants and trees and rocks and the sound of gravel under your boots, whatever comes to mind, right? The silence that you experience in nature so that we can tune into ourselves and figure out what we really need. You know, in those times of, in our times of confusion where we're just like, what do I need? What do I want? What that's that's the time to like wander about wherever, even if you you go to a mini mall <laughs> but but just to wander about aimlessly it, it it it's so it can be so therapeutic and the the last reason why we want to wander is that it kind of ties into what I was just saying before what it creates space for introspection and self-reflection because I know a lot of us don't like to sit and, you know, journal. You're like, ugh, I don't want to journal. Or, you know, maybe your brain, you're just not a great writer and it's like even if you wrote things down, you'd be like, I don't, I don't know what I just wrote down. <laughs> but it allows us to just get in touch with ourself, with our complexities. It allows us to see the nuances of life. Of our situation of our circumstance and it just reminds us that we're not alone in this we're, we're way more connected and and you get to see other people living a life you know uh, when we're in the house everything feels so stagnant and stuck and and mucky and then we get outside and you know we see cars and trains and planes and automobiles and people walking and chatting and engaging and playing and laughing and we go oh yeah <laughs> there's there's so much more life happening when we step out the doors when we allow ourselves to wander so if you woke up today and you're like Man, what am I going to do? I got, I got nothing. Just brush your teeth, take a shower, put on some clothes, and wander. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other suicide prevention hotline numbers listed in all of the show notes. You can talk, chat, text... If you want one on one coaching with yours truly, that means with me, go to thrivewithleo.com for one on one coaching. And let's get to tomorrow together. Also, if you can do me a seven second favor and share this episode with one other person so that you two can have a conversation about wandering. Because when we have a conversation, then we can connect. And when we connect, we have community. Talk to you soon.